Hey everyone, when attempting to edit what was originally supposed to be episode 25, we decided to not post that one since the quality wasn't so good. So therefore, what was then going to be episode 26 is now episode 25. But to still give you what we gave for episode, the original episode 25, we saved the original 32nd um, Weakest Links interview, so we hope you enjoyed that bit. So... Here you go, and then afterwards, enjoy the show. Two, one, go. Okay, the episode starts with Vicious uh, talking to these people about uh, a drug deal that he's about to get. They're getting the red eye from that first episode. Um, it's him and this other guy going. Um, Edward interrupts uh, a communication that mentions Julia, so Spike gets horny. He's like, okay, let's go to the planet, but there's no men on the planet, so he's trying to find who the drug dealer is going uh, to. Whole time, Faye left with their money and blah, 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 and Spike wanted to go, sorry, not Spike, Jet wanted to go get. Fuck. You ready? Oh, now it's coming. Three, two, one. Go. We immediately get into the episode and Spike is alive. He's not dead. We find out that, uh, <laughs> we find out that Grin is uh, a woman, man, person, or a, a hermaphrodite, hermaphrodite, I guess. Uh, then we get into the fact that, um, that we have to, we have to figure out where, or Jet comes and finds, uh, comes and finds Faye. Faye is by herself. Uh, because she's, she's like, locked up. Three, two... Oh, you wrote it down, loser. One, go. Spike, Jet, and Faye capture small bounty perps who have chess pieces. Gate Corporation puts a bounty out on a uh, money laundering mastermind known as Hex. Hex worked for the corporation 50 years ago, but was fired for saying the gates weren't ready for use. Ed plays Hex in virtual chess using the piece as a key. Spike and Faye search a satellite scrap site where Hex was tracked to. Hex is senile and he can't remember his scheme, but is great at chess. Spike and Faye leave him and Jet tells Gate Corp to leave Hex alone so he can keep playing Ed in chess. And... Three, two, one, go. So Honky Tonk Woman confesses her past to a data dog where she meets like a white Japanese last name dude with um, thin eyebrows even though he looks like he has rockly eyebrows. Oh Honky Tonk Woman comes out of a freezer and then she finds out she has a whole lot of debt so we see where her debt comes from but then yeah they oh shit 10, 9, 8, uh, damn that just threw me off. Anyway so she uh, passes, finished confessing. She meets a dude uh, later on. He got fat fuck. And now, on with the show. What's wrong with Facebook? Facebook is for families. Yeah, it's, it's for people who are married and are engaged and have kids. Chris, Facebook is for you. <laughs> yeah, Chris. You're engaged. At some point, you want family. Facebook's going to be your social media. Even though you don't really use social media, but that would be your place. I'm about to say, good thing I don't use social media. <laughs> Must be nice. It's, it's it's freeing. Well, you should try it. Don't worry, Chris. You're going to uh -huh. use social media when you want to share pics of your kids. Nah.
I'll just send it to you guys directly. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. You want to see my kids? I'm like Kanye. You got to pay for that. Or wait for me to get a divorce. <laughs> Have you redacted what you and Oomph did? This guy said it. Oomph. <laughs> Oomph? What's? I'm so lost. Hell no! What the fuck? What's Oomph that? is a very outdated Twitter term that stands for one. Well, not even outdated. Just oh, one saying. of my followers. Oh yeah. Yes. But like, I don't get like what you're. I don't get what Adam's talking about though. I'm lost. No, I just know that redacted. Which is closer oh, to another friend that. Oh, I remember. I remember now. I remember. I remember now. Okay. The the one who's redacted. We're actually on good terms now. So. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, we're uh, trying to trying to make it work out. So. Excellent. <laughs> That's good to hear. Also good to hear. Last thing trash. that I, last thing I want to talk about before we start recording is uh, I was listening to some older episodes like just when I was playing earlier, and uh, the one episode where Jamal was talking about going skydiving, he was like, "Yeah, my girlfriend was going to go first. I was like, "Ah, what a time! <laughs> what a time! Mm-hmm. What a time!" Right. Feels oh, like and, so long ago. And Adam, you used to talk about your breakup fairly often. Yeah, it was part of my way of coping. Don't you love how potting is therapy? It is. I guess just talk with your boys, talking like just let it out. Well, at least some things. Right. When we start doing the uh, the Patreon episodes and we start talking about like other stuff. Yeah, like this is all the personal stuff you want, though. Personal life, <laughs> pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Want to see us bash and hate women? Yeah, that's Patreon. How's your love life, Wolpe? Um, under construction. There's this nurse girl that lives in redacted that I do plan on seeing soon. How did... nurse? Oh, yeah. okay. Tender. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, "Hey, wait a minute." Part of me wants to download Tinder. Part of me is like, mm, nah. "I only do it when I'm down. I only do it when I'm down bad. I've already <laughs> deleted it. I, I got what I wanted and I left." When you're down astronomical, yeah, like I get Tinder, then I delete down my profile, and then like I download it at some point, and then yep. delete it again. I'm like, oh, I I thought about down like making a whole new profile again. I'm like. Nah, if I meet someone, I'll just let it happen. I'm not gonna worry. About it's that never shit. worth it. I promise. Wait, Jamal, are you? Except recording? this time, it is. Hmm? Are you recording? Yes, I am. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Putting shit on blast. Yes. Yikes. Welcome to the Otaku Street Podcast, your favorite place for oh, anime no, discourse, video game news, <laughs> and everything in between. <laughs> my name is Jamal, and I'm here with your hosts, Adam, Chris, and Wolpet. <laughs> Gentlemen, well, we already talked about how we're doing, so now we're just talking about the shits. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I know what me and Chris <laughs> were talking about video games earlier, and then... We're talking about getting Elder Ring. Elder Ring looks good. Yes, it's made from software. I've never been into the whole, like, I, I tried it with Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a good game, but I never really got far in it. But 
Elder Ring definitely has my attention. Is that in Elder Scrolls? Is that in any way related to that or no? No, it's no, related to like more. Dark it's a Souls. yeah, it's like it's a Soulsborne game. Oh, so Dark Souls, Souls Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne. I've been so, like I've managed to avoid all those games. It basically it basically looks like Skyrim cross Bloodborne. That's the best way that I can describe it to you. Bloodborne is on a uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, I thought, I thought I saw that on Game Pass. No, I think it's a PlayStation. Yeah, it's a PlayStation exclusive. It um, is, but it has the same. Games. It has the same gameplay style as Sekiro and Neo. Uh, I the only Dark Souls or or Souls like I ever played was uh, Dark Souls Three, and I couldn't get past the first boss, so I said "fuck from software." But I'll <laughs> gladly watch someone else play those games. I watched uh, someone play Bloodborne on YouTube, and I actually really enjoyed that game. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. You said you started recording five minutes before you said, before Adam asked if you were recording, right? I hope me mentioning so-and-so is not in that. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Well, no. Um. So it was basically around the time where I asked, like, wait, so. Redacted. Oh come on! Oh, I, don't, I don't think names were in it though. It was uh, just, it, yeah, Jamal, but, I'm gonna need you to take extra care to start bleeping things out since uh, you we were redacted. <laughs> yeah, you gotta redact all of this information. <laughs> well, see, oh, like I said, well that information already went by though. So at least mm. what well, I remember, no names were really mentioned. All I said was like redacted, and Wolf is like, you know, you never said the name though, so. But yeah, don't worry. I'll make sure. <laughs> All of course, I'm going to edit that stuff. I just, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start recording now. Yeah, we are we are towing a very dangerous line here, boys. Ooh, the most dangerous. Um, yeah. So in in other video game news, <laughs> uh, fighting games are making a renaissance. Uh, King of Fighters 15 came out on Thursday. 15. Yeah, last been that many. God damn. Right. <laughs> That came out on Thursday. They announced a brand new Street Fighter, which I did not expect at all. And Capcom is doing this like Switch uh, collection of their uh, fighting games. I think Dark Stalkers is one of them. Uh, it's a it's a lot of stuff. It's really good, actually. It's only a matter of time until we get a new Tekken too. Uh, it, it's about time. I think they're done with all their like season pass stuff. I'm pretty sure they're all the way. All the characters have already, you know, come out and whatnot. In regards to Street Fighter Six, even though like you didn't expect it, I think it was either rumored or expected to be one because um their last DLC character was supposed to, is supposed to be like the main character for Street Fighter Six because I don't think it's no longer mm-hmm. supposed to be Ryu. I don't remember who I don't remember the last DLC character's name. But yeah, he's supposed to be like the main character entering Street Fighter Six. Capcom thing has ten fighting games. It's Darkstalkers, Night Warriors, Vampire Savior, Vampire Hunter Two, Vampire Savior Two, Red Earth, Cyberbots, Super Gem Fighter, Super Puzzle Fighter, Hyper Street Fighter Two. Chris, are you okay? No. (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) What happened? I missed it. While you were talking, you were like reading off names and stuff. 
Chris muted himself. His mouth looked like it ballooned up, took off his headphones, <laughs> and walked off screen. Bro, are you good? What happened and, to you? Are you sick? He came back, sat down, put his head in his hand, and then was like, whew, and then got everything back together. Oh, boy. This is hurt. Is that why we haven't been? This why we haven't been in his house in like three weeks. It was just all bad. No, it was just all bad. Just, just know it was just all bad. Did Lex get you sick again? No, no, I'm good. I'm good now. I, I dropped something, and yeah, it was, it it was just not good. (laughs) Oh my! Um, The fact that it has that many goddamn fighting games in it like how are you gonna even play all that whoop i'm not i'm really only gonna touch uh dark stalkers because that's one of those games that i've like wanted to play but never got a chance to mm. um the other ones are gonna be brand new to me uh i still have i actually bought blaze blue on my switch i think it was like five dollars and um it's a really cool anime game um I haven't really gotten to like the story of it. I just spent a lot of time doing like the training and learning the mechanics, but it's not one of those games that I would like take online and try to be competitive at it. I just wanted to learn it for the sake of learning it. Cause that's just how I always am with fighting games. I just like learning mechanics. So I'll probably end up doing that with Darkstalkers. There's no way there's going to be like any online functionality, but if there is, I would be very impressed. Um, I'm also not really a big street fighter guy, but I do have Super Street Fighter 4 that I bought on the Xbox 360 that I still have on this Xbox that I was actually planning on playing like last week and I just didn't get around to it. But now that they've announced the new game, I'm probably going to go back and load that up and try and jump back into that. So that should be cool. Good. So, Chris, tell us about Horizon Zero Dawn since you played the first one and now entering the forbidden west first let me start with uh horizon zero dawn is probably one of my favorite games of the the playstation 4 generation right um platinum the game it was fantastic um it was also made in the vacuum horizon forbidden west was not made in a vacuum they uh they they definitely looked at the the rest of the industry and was like oh what 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 can we take from over here can we take little bits and pieces from here and there um they took a little bit of breath of the wild there's some uncharted mixed in there there's there uh, all the all the good things all the beats that you expect them to to make the game better it's it's better in all those ways and then some like um for instance in the first game Aloy can't climb a goddamn thing. Um, her climbability uh, isn't Breath of the Wild, right? But she she it's more Uncharted, right? They were like, okay, we'll address this, but we're not going to go full, full on um, Breath of the Wild with it, which is fine. Where, where they did go Breath of the Wild with it was uh, she has this umbrella that she can that she can float down. And and used to to fly all over the goddamn map with, which is fantastic. Um, all the old stuff that that you could do in the the first game, like um, for instance, um, 
the the focused ability um that was that was something that that you had to earn in the first game they gave you all that that stuff that you had to earn in the first game they give it to you right off the bat in this one so um and all the new machines look freaking fantastic their movement is like nothing that i've ever seen in video games and the game looks fucking good best looking video game that i've ever played and that's not that's that is a that is heavy praise yeah that that i mean i the the first game looks good but this shit it's like every environment looks looks amazing from the the from down to just the the little bit of grass to aloy's face and her freaking hair and how it flows and looks and moves it's 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 fantastic if i could interrupt you for a second adam Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw this but um people were complaining i don't i I couldn't tell if this was a joke or not but people were complaining on twitter that aloy had like a beard not yes not <laughs> yeah like no, hair, but she, you yeah. Know, was, yeah like hair like because she's a human being and human mm-hmm. beings have hair on their faces male or female whatever <laughs> you can you can see it in the game it's and people actually are like great. and people are like this is how you know you don't spend any time around women ever <laughs> 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 people pointing that out and they turned it into like a joke where you would see like uh, in the Kirby trailer, someone would circle Kirby's face and be like, why does Kirby have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are way too nitpicky about like shit, just anything, like anything. The fact that you can have peach fuzz on video game characters. Like look how far we've come. Like even just like beard physics and like hair physics, like they're they're always either very hit or miss. Yes, you know what I mean? very but the much fact so. that like, it's gotten to the point where using does does uh, Horizon use Unreal uh, Five? No, it uses De- Decima. They have their own engine. That's the okay. same thing that um, that um, uh, the the Kojima joint. Um, Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding uses that uses the same engine. Okay, but like even you know, regardless of the engine, like the fact mm-hmm. that developers can do so much with not only the environments and and the character models but the fact <clears> that you can now have realistic peach fuzz on a person like that's just I, insane and on a game that's like quality like it's not just about graphics but like this is a good game not even right. a good game this is an excellent game the reviews are amazing and judging by what chris is saying they're not bullshitting so that's great i highly suggest you guys just go and look at just some of the the cutscenes that they have um because the game looks good in and out of cutscenes like it's it's very seamless but the cutscenes are are freaking amazing her facial expressions and so the the facial blemishes and it just looks all so fucking real like the in the first game um they still had like the data eye problem but in this game it's it's almost like real like the the reflections off of her eyes and shit like you you can't tell that it's a game at some points and i'm like holy shit like look how far we've come like it looks like a like a three-dimensional movie type shit it really does it it's like look it's it's really amazing like i said just check it out when you guys get a chance or next time you come over here you guys can just dabble around with it it's it's or you can just turn the laptop around since i know you're playing it right now (laughs) 
Motherfuckers are, are gonna be like, oh, but Aloy has too much dirt under her nails. I am not playing this oh game. Oh my god. Like, bro, that's why people go out their do. way to like look at every little nitpicky detail. Which I, I guess is in some cases it can be good, but my like, bro, just enjoy the game. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like the things that they're complaining about are non issues. Like they're just non issues. <laughs> like you have to go out your way to look for that type of issue. Who the fuck cares about that shit? It used to be, hey, it's so hard to play this game. Like the the controls are very the tank controls suck, or you know the environments are very bland. Yada yada. Nobody's complaining about Peach Fuzz with fucking Pokemon Arceus or Arceus. Like, get the fuck out of here! Just because this game looks very good and there's almost nothing wrong with it other than the like it's realistic yeah never seen a real human woman before right fuck me out of here with that shit. no no it's because people want to turn the video game uh female icons into like sex objects so it's mm-hmm. like anything that can be deemed as imperfect is like oh why would you put this in the game how am i supposed to jack off to this <laughs> grow up oh my gosh Speaking of reviews, um, Uncharted came out uh, this past weekend. And, oh, the movie? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but um, so I'm sure some people that are like fans of the franchise are going and having fun just seeing a movie of their favorite franchise. But The reviews are bad, aren't they? I, they're not like great. I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 40%. IMDb has like a 6 out of 10. Like it's about what we expected. Um, mm. I haven't, I haven't heard any, no one that I know has gone, at least to my knowledge. Um, but it's definitely with those reviews and with my, uh, worries beforehand, I don't think I'm going to go see it at all. Maybe uh, when it comes out to like a streaming service or something. It's falling into the trap of being another average video game movie. Yeah. But yeah. I think they're going to try to make it into a franchise. Like I saw the CEO of, uh, so I don't know if it was Sony or something like that. Um, but <clears throat> I think it was Sony because it's Uncharted, and so the CEO apparently is like optimistic about the franchise, like the franchise of Uncharted going forward, at least in cinemas. But maybe well, that's just because it's a cash, it's a cash cow. So. Oh yeah, it's a cash cow. And I want to Tom, see if Tom the Holland, box office. So. I want to see if the box office surpassed the budget so far. I think it raked in 139 million. Oof! And the budget was 120. Damn. I mean, a profit is a profit, but it's not really a lot. I mean, in, so, the, in the opening weekend, that's not bad at right, all. Right, that's not bad. They they made a profit in the opening weekend. That's not is that bad. domestic or was that worldwide? I mean, I don't that's, know. The I'm pretty sure it's just domestic. at this country anyway, but. If that's domestic, that's really good, but. Yeah, um, it's not bad. We, we, we should, we should, we should go in the matinee or something when it'll be like, ten dollars for the four of us to go and do a little review i think that'd be fun it's the fifth highest grossing film in 2022 but it's february so uh so the domestic is 51 million so the over 130 for is that i don't know oh that's oh it is worldwide yeah i'm getting different numbers now but yeah it's uh, no I'm, I'm, i see the same thing it says 139 million worldwide okay yeah so 50 which is more than scream five or scream whatever it is yeah, yeah screen five fuck that i'm surprised but yeah uh, you know good for good for tommy and and marky mark oh yeah I'd, i would like to see tom holland uh what's it called 
succeed in everything he does just because I'm such a I'm such a fan of him at this point. Like he, he can be our next like action hero once The Rock retires in 40 years. When he's tired of <laughs> when he's tired of doing uh jungle movies in earth tone shirts. <laughs> the fact that like he's played the same guy in like seven different films and then Black Adam it, obviously it's a different uh costume but they have that like filter over it where it looks everything look like rusted and like dirty mm-hmm. at least from the trailer the 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 you know screenshots that we've seen from the official trailer or whatever mm-hmm. so pretty much everything's earth toned again with the rock so that's awesome i'm honestly like i'm okay with it just because being such a fan of the rock since i was literally five years old i'm okay seeing him be himself in every film for the rest of my life I'm cool with it. It's like I, I can't I can't separate, and I know this is so funny. I can't separate Dwayne Johnson from The Rock from any of his other characters. Like he's always the rock to me, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Especially in Fast and Furious. He was just uh what what was his job? Was he like some special ops? Yeah, he was like a special agent or something like that. Yeah, man. I can't even as a special agent, he still had the same like charisma, he still had the same uh a lot of the same mannerisms, the same sense of humor, the same like sense of being a badass. He was the same character in that movie with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot uh, on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's like, oh, uh, Notice, I know what you Yes, yeah. Uh, the Rock, the Dwayne Dr- Johnson playing the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what? What just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget how to pronounce the letter R? The... You got a little Elmer Fuddy in that one. <laughs> the, the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. It's me, The Rock, Wayne Johnson. <laughs> it's, it's me, The Rock. The 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 Rock. The Rock. Dwayne the Rock. Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock. Then Chris is missing playing Pokemon, trying to say Duwat. Duwak. Oh, if, you miss your Duwat. If you smell what the wok is cooking. Oh my god. Well um, speaking of cooking. How, I was about to say, yeah. I was gonna say oh, speaking shit. of I was gonna say speaking of uh, special ops. That's how I was going to transition because I feel like this has been a lot of banter. We're running out of time. (laughs) Someone just slammed a door outside like a car door so hard. That was... It was probably Rachel. Bro, the way your sister slams my car door, we wanted to punch her in her face and then I remember she's a Quigley. She'll eat it and then punch me back. Yeah, we we used to throw bows back in the day. Not over car doors, just because. Like, oh, why not? Classic brother sister fist fights. But we used to do we used to do the the classic like I'll I'll hit her or something, and then like she'd hit me back, and I'd hit her back harder, and then she'd start crying, and be like, no 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 no. Uh, yep no. yep. <laughs> Don't tell mom. No 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 no. When you're when you're wrestling with like your nephew and you just like you, you choke slam him a bit too hard, he starts crying. <laughs>
amount of time. So Michael would come over here all the time when he used to live in Germantown. And uh, you can also edit that out just so no one knows exactly where he lived. Uh, but uh, it could be Germantown, Pennsylvania. It is. It is. <laughs> um, it is. And so he used to. When he I used laughed to at the accuracy. <laughs> when he used to live in the same town, he would come over uh, all the time. And um, his mom used to hate when he would come over because every time he went home, there was a new injury. And this is like Damn, injuries, not even just bruises. Yeah, I mean, like that. It was, yeah, it was like nicks and bruises and stuff. Like he'd fall on the road and then like scrape his knee. And as a stupid kid, he'd start crying. You're like, dude, you're fine. Let's go. And then I'd start laughing, and then he didn't know. Like he was so confused, he was, he was like, "It hurts," but nobody's like sad or upset. So that's kind of how I tricked him into not getting, you know, upset when he got hurt. There's also times where he'd wrestle on the bed, and like somehow there was one specific time where he was jumping on the bed, and he goes bounce one, bounce two, bounce three, lands, and he goes completely the uh, horizontally, uh, <laughs> like he tried to stop and didn't know how to stop. I don't understand how the physics made no sense. So like he he's going vertical on the, after the third bounce, completely horizontal straight head into the trash can, huge, huge bump on his face. And just like, and he wasn't crying. Like he, and almost every time he got hurt, he would uh, start laughing because that's just how he conditioned him. So. <laughs> Smart man. And that's why he's so fucked up now. Well, he was, very eloquent and uh it was, it was so weird because like I, i'm still expecting him to be a child but he's speaking to us like an, like adults yeah he's he's very uh very intuitive about the stuff that we talk about video game wise all right so cowboy bebop yes yeah i think it's time for our 30 second summaries of episodes 16 through 18 all right we'll pay you're the timekeeper right yeah uh all right, so first up is Adam. Adam, right? Yes, I am doing uh, episode 16 or session 16. I hope you didn't cheat him right Right, I, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> Good. no I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I'm trying to look the, up the, the name of it. I think it's Black Dog Serenade. Wow, now that I realize I don't think I saw the names of any of those episodes. Yeah, neither did okay. I. <laughs> They're they're weird. Uh, the, the, I, when I looked at the names, I didn't really understand them, but uh, it's all good. Well, that, the first one makes sense. Uh, I don't remember what the second one was. And the third one didn't. Actually, no. Actually, it made I, sense. Think, I think all of them made sense in some shape or fashion. The, the third one, I didn't get it until after we started like the main point of it. What is that? Oh. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Hold on one second. <laughs> Adam, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Okay, there was a riot on a prison transport ship, uh, and the uh, ISSP uh, were investigating it, and uh, Jet's former partner on the force told him about it. So Jet uh, decides to uh, go on this mission because there was a uh, former... um, uh, uh, 
an assassin for the for the company or whatever and basically so they go and then jet fights the guy and that's the guy who like ended his uh or cut off his arm basically and not really oh, okay. yeah. the syndicate that's that's what tripped me up the syndicate. That, that, that. you know what i find funny <laughs> the moment that we like see a timer is when we start like tripping yeah. up <laughs> Yeah, it gets worse. That's what happened with me, and then that's when I start tripping up. And then I noticed, like, as soon as the time show up, and like Adam was seeing the timer, then he started tripping up. Because you, you're doing well in the beginning, Adam. Yeah, I just couldn't remember the syndicate. I was like, the company, the fucking, the people in the background, the conglomerate, the the business. Um, but yeah, so great episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it because, like, it was another, it was another jet centric one, but you actually get to see like how much of a badass he is. Mm. Um. So a lot more me, violent than yeah. the other episodes we've let me, watched. Let me just clarify my recap uh, with a little bit more detail. Um, even Because like you guys said, I thought I had it in the bag. I actually thought about it like last night when I watched it. And I was like, man, I should be able to get this. And then the fucking syndicate fucked me up. But anyways, so uh, Jet gets uh, uh, intel from his former uh, partner. And uh, I, what's, the, what's the assassin's name from the syndicate? It's Udai, Udai, Udai. something, yes, Udai, Udai Taxis or something. Yeah, and so you lines. see him early in the episode because like him and his crew are like overtaking the ship, uh, the transport ship, and um, what, like the the quote unquote leader of the group is like really just like a mugger kind of guy, like rasp, grasp, uh, um, raspy voice, and was kind of annoying. And then so he's like, if anyone has anything else to say, then someone step up because he's just being an asshole. And then Udai walks up. And with this uh, very just like calm demeanor and then just slits his throat with a hidden blade. I'm like, oh, my God, that guy is a badass. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the scene like as soon as like immediately after that happened. And then when the other dude that we saw in the beginning starts to realize who he was. I don't know. That whole scene like kind of was low key tough because one you have they're in space. So. I guess there's some points where zero gravity. So you see the blood just floating up in the air, and you see like yeah. the shock looked on his face, like "Hold on a second, I know who uh-huh. you are." So it kind of yeah. like gave Udai, like, "All right, this guy is something serious." Then it's not like yeah. some run, and you already kind of knew that off the jump by how his face is. And then he poured the wine in the dead person's body. <laughs> but I'm like, "Yo, this is a look." I don't, I don't know. Somebody must have just like, you know what? I'm about to like just rub one off to Udai right now and just have him have a sick introduction to who Yeah, no, he definitely there. Yeah, he he's one of the more vicious villains that we've seen, no pun yeah. intended. Um mm. in this show. Uh honestly, he was definitely ruthless. I, I love I love a good I think so far all the jet episodes that we get are like top notch. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're some of the best episodes in the series. So yeah. this is how you lost your arm, dog. Well, yeah, so right, right finally. There's, there's a couple points I want to hit on, like in, in regards to this episode, just like not like plot points, but kind of just how it was like uh how it how it changed up the flow a little bit. But before mm. that, um let me just finish re uh, recapping just briefly. Um and so Jet goes on this mission because Udai is on the on the ship. And so um, his old partner, Fad, uh, he's like, why don't you just join the force? Stop doing all this uh, bounty hunter bullshit. And so Jet is like, all right, well, I'm going to go on this mission. And he tells Edward, hey, if I don't come back, make sure you water the bonsais. And Edward, of course, just took that as Jet's never coming back. Okay, cool. Um, so Jet goes and him and Fad are uh, en-, en route to the uh, to the transport ship. And 
um jet is like man fuck this i'm going to go on solo so he goes in and then like takes out a couple of the guys and they're like who the fuck is this guy like he's he's a he's a man on a mission type deal and then you kind of you you see a scene where uh fat is actually like on the ship too and he killed uh one of the guys like in the cockpit area and you're like hmm that's a little weird like something must be going on um, right because the, the the reason that we're on this mission is because uh jet and fad like i said we're old partners and udai uh you get a flashback um where he uh supposedly set jet up and um jet lost his arm because he got shot um and so it's kind of like a revenge mission and so you get to the ship and jet gets confronted by udai and then udai like whips his ass and i'm like god damn this guy is so fucking like wild um and so udai's like i can't believe you never figured it out all these all this time like all these years and jet's like figured what out and so then udai is like uh it wasn't me bro uh it was your partner fad and so you're like oh shit fad's the bad guy um <laughs> It was your man's the whole time, homie. Yeah. What you thought it was. <laughs> so now you get some insight onto how the syndicate is like not just some like underground, uh, you know, group of of guys. Like they're everywhere. They're they have seeds everywhere, including the ISSP, which is basically just like the police force. And so Fad shoots Udai in the head after this whole dope scene where Udai is like, man. Oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure Fad was voiced by Colonel from Metal Gear Solid and Udai was voiced by Mark Hamill. Mm. Um, now, we'll that might not be into... true. Yeah. Wow. What's the so, name of this episode again? Uh, Black Dog Serenade. Let me see. Or Renegade. Uh, Colonel? Renegade or Serenade? Renegade. It's Serenade. Serenade. Um, so Same. Colonel, I can definitely hear. Let me look that up on IMDb while you guys Yeah, look that up really quick. Um and so uh Fad and um uh Jet, like Jet's already beat up. He gets he got stabbed by Udai in the side, so he's all already kind of wrecked. And then you get this really tense scene where you're like, Oh shit, like is Jet actually about to die? Because like I could see that happening. And so there's kind of like a quick shootout because uh Jet saw that there was a gun next to him, next to Udai's body, and then Fad had his uh revolver that he had been showing all episode and so fad actually got shot jet was successful in shooting fad and then uh jet walks over to fad who's dying on the floor and he's like hey can you light a cigarette or can you hand me a cigarette because earlier in the first like the first you know 10 minutes of the episode they talked about how fad quit smoking and so he hands him a cigarette and then he, he grabs Fad's gun. There's one bullet left because he was like, you knew that this would happen. You knew I'd kill you. He was like, yeah, I don't want to like, it was basically like, just kill me. I'm done with this. Like I, you know, I wanted you to learn the truth, but I couldn't just like tell you outright classic. Um, so that is, uh, that, that's pretty much the entire episode of 16. And it honestly, very simple premise, but done to perfection. Like there was nothing really, like we, we've seen some episodes where like there's a lot of underlying things. Um, there's stuff that leads in the future. Uh, there's also like some of the, even the, the comedic episodes, like there's a lot of factors to them. This one, it was very self-contained. Jet had to do something and he fucking did it. And it was a fantastic episode. 
The only thing that um, I would say I didn't like about it, I felt like the ending was very sudden. Um, I guess, so Fad, and by the way, he's not, uh, the voice actor is a guy named Toller Cranston. Um, not known for many other like high profile things, definitely not Colonel. But um, so I felt like, okay, so he clearly wanted, was, was he like guilty? Is that why he let uh, uh, Jet shoot him? Like, I, I was just like, I, feel, I felt like the ending was just so abrupt. And I mean, that happens occasionally because again, these are only 22 and a half minute episodes or what have you, but like, sheesh it, it just seems to solve itself really fast we find out this huge betrayal and boom shootout done yeah. dead but i mean people died very very fast in this episode the whole way through like this was it's very the, high stakes uh, from the jump it's yeah. the wild wild west well it, it is you're right yeah you're right and i feel like with that uh with that mindset i should be ready for people to die at any second by the way we'll pay you talked about fad's voice actor I don't know if you got the right guy. Oh, well, that's what IMDb said. It said Toller Cranston. Because there's I'm, there's two. There's one for a Japanese. Yeah. There's there's the Japanese voice, and there's what I assume is the English voice. Well, what I'm seeing is uh, the English voice actor is Doug Lee. And he's done stuff for Street Fighter, uh, apparently Indiana Jones, Dynasty Warriors, Final Fantasy. Um, and then IMDb of- lied like shit because... I'm not, not sure because I'm on IMDb too. But oh wait, no, no, I see that name too. It says as Lee Everest. Who's that? I don't know. What what are you looking at? <laughs> no, look. Okay, look, look. It says Toller Cranston Fad Voice, and then Japanese name Fad Voice, and then later down it says Doug Lee Fad Voice, but then in parentheses it says as Lee Everest. I'm so confused. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Jamal, would you you go on with your point? I'm going to look up Udai's voice actor. So here's something I want. No, it to is know. Dudley. It is Dudley. <laughs> in any case, I just don't know why why they listed them twice. In any case, in any case. <laughs> so here's something I want to know. So in the episode, we know that we know that. Udai was part of the syndicate. Is this is there any kind of lore or a hint or a speculation that this is the same syndicate or group that Spike and Vicious belong to? I was gonna ask that as well. I think it's the same. It's the same. Cause okay. Cause I would like in this episode they snuck some kind of like hint or clue or kind of facial expression or reaction if Spike heard that. Cause that would be like, I don't know. That would be a very cool little like Easter egg to throw in or a little lore speculation. Because it just shows how big of the group the syndicate in, how much of a badass everybody in that group is. I don't. I'm. I don't like. I'm not upset or whatever. I think it's good that Spike wasn't involved because it focuses more on the episode on Jet. But I'll still like to see some kind of reaction of Spike carried it like, huh, Udai. Or like giving some kind of warning to Jet, like, oh, be careful, blah, blah, blah. Well, also, like, because Jet is older, like, and Udai, so back in the noir style flashback, which 
uh, I really liked that they had like a like a noir style flashback where Jet was like an investigator for the ISSP. Um, but in that, like you can see both Udai and Jet are like young and fad too. So I'm thinking that like that was obviously before Jet's time. Oh, right. Um, so like maybe he didn't like know Udai or at least like he had no, you know, correlation to him so like he probably would have heard about him through like other members but like it's a generation before oh, right true good point good right. point um and also no, that, that's I, a good question Jamal. That is yeah Udai was not voiced by mark hamill it was some guy like ryan stigler or something like that who's done a bunch a bunch of uh english voices for like 90s animes and stuff so um shout out to all these voice actors shout out to the guy who did colonel and uh the colonel and uh metal gear solid and mark hamill for just because just because just for being mark hamill (laughs) yeah and that's what that's what they need is a shout out from otaku street podcast if anything if they need any more exposure yeah man just to boost their career a little bit yeah you're nobody until we acknowledge you exactly so grades how do we feel i give this a i'll give it a nine there's nothing wrong with it like you said i felt the ending was kind of like abrupt and sudden like the direction that they went with it wasn't bad i think the execution just kind of fell short and they could have made it a little bit more dramatic i feel like you see that like it went from oh fast the one who shot you too all right it's over now like there wasn't really much tension or anything you didn't let it let it simmer that whole situation happen it's kind of like all right here it is and now we're done with it yeah he didn't really have a chance to like uh he didn't really have a chance to sit with the information even after the episode like it was it was pretty much over when it was over um so for that reason i'll give it an 8.5 i love the jet episode and don't let this like make you guys think that i didn't enjoy it but the ending it, there's a lot in a good ending yeah, and we'll we'll see that when we get to eighteen. Like a a good ending goes a long way. Um, so I'm going eight point five on that one. Yeah, I'll go eight and a half too. Like you guys said, it was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it all the way up until the end, where it was just a little like quick. Like Jet, you know, then his reaction to hearing that information was just like, it was just like, huh? He so believed you, it immediately. Yeah, he was like, so you did this, huh? Or like, you you knew this would happen instead of being like, but why? Like, why would you do that? Like, right. I trusted you. And I mean, um, Fad gave like an explanation, like you know, if you don't play, if you don't play along with the syndicate, you die or you disappear or whatever. Right. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I just I wanted a bit more. Yeah, just, I wanted I wanted some more emotion out of Jet. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that too. Like, cause, like, how close are you guys that? I don't know. I don't know. Like I wanted, I wanted it to be like that. Should be that should have been like a heartbreaking reveal. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. You guys, you guys forget that Jet has already been through some shit. Like recently, like he he's seen his old girl. Like we we watch his 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 whole life, like in these in these last few episodes, we've seen bits and pieces of his his old life and how it's broken like how broken jet jet is so he's he's like he's an og at this point he's he's thugged out he, he doesn't he doesn't get phased by by 
oh yeah, this 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 old betrayal. Like, and he realizes that he's got he's got a crew of real ones. Yeah. So that is true. I'm just I'm hoping going forward that like you you do see some point where like Jet kind of breaks down and like his crew picks him up, um, just because like that would kind of bring everything full circle. Um, but we haven't seen that yet. His episodes have been very good, but we're just you know we're kind of sitting here waiting for a little bit more. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't have like the gravity of the Ganymede elegy. Elegy is that? How yeah, you know, elegy. Yeah, it didn't have the gravity of that. But I mean, a love story always has a bit more weight to it than, uh, yeah. oh, this is an old friend, but he betrayed me. And now I'm finding out 10 years in a metal arm later type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, like a 8.5, 8.75 in that range for episode 16. And yep. just one more thing to add. I definitely wanted to see, like I said, more reaction just because back around episode five and six when Spike weren't first went to confront vicious you know jet had all this beef with oh spike why are you going like you know seek revenge or whatever or whatever why are you acting this way when you know we can kind of see why like jet kind of went after udai for a type of revenge chain he did have better composure about it but i kind of want i would like to see some like flashback or reflection based off of how he thought spike was handling it versus how he handled it now but we didn't really get to see that though right yeah. all right so we're ready to talk mushrooms yeah dude let's get trippy uh chris you have uh episode 17 yes yes all right uh the timer is up Ooh, wait, 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 wait. all right ready set go episode 17 um the bebop is broke and has no food on it uh just by chance they get hit by another ship the ship knocks them into into a planet uh that planet has um or that planet has a whole bunch of bounty hunters on it um ein and and ed go out and and uh find out that there's a bounty uh that there's uh, that there's mushrooms on this planet for whatever reason, and <laughs> the ship take the mushrooms. We're gonna be we're gonna be pros by the end of this shit, dog. Yeah. Okay. So what Chris conveniently left out is there is a bounty on a gentleman who seems to have these uh these psychedelic mushrooms, or you know yes. shrooms like regular Earth shrooms, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> everybody's starving seeing everyone's reaction to eating the mushrooms is hilarious by the so way so funny so funny this was this was another uh light-hearted episode i guess we can call this an ed episode well you know this is yeah an it is an ep- it's ed ed nine. Nine. yeah it's ed nine so um <laughs> i i enjoyed this man lots of black people love to see that it was fantastic the dreads yeah. the freaking the, the froze it was, it was mm-hmm. great Oh, uh, do you know who uh, the the lady reminded me of? Uh, you guys have seen Austin Powers, right? Remember uh, Beyonce's character? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what she reminded me of with the afro. Dude, dude, seeing seeing um, seeing Ayn when he first ate one of the, the shrooms and he just like perks up. Started hopping. Every time he hopped, <laughs> he squeaked like a, like a chibi toy or something like that. I was oh, like, oh my god that's fantastic so then ed puts the she brings the mushrooms back because the guy who had them and there's another guy that was trying to kill him 
So he brought out a gun and then the other guy like ran away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domino was the guy that had the, the he was selling the mushrooms. Yes. Yes. And Domino so, was was the bounty in this episode. Yeah. So then Ed and uh, and Ayn brought the mushrooms back and planted them on the table for each of the other crew members to eat. And they're, dude, fucking them walking by just each person. I thought, I think Jets was the funniest, or uh, uh, Spikes was the funniest. Jet was just talking to trees, and then Faye was just in the bathroom pretending to swim, standing up. So everybody was high as shit. Um, by the end of it, um, Ed goes back out and uh, Ed, because obviously they're they're still hungry, so Ed's like, uh, "Yeah, let me go get get these mushrooms because uh, we need more food, right?" So goes back out, runs into Domino again. Uh, all the other bounty hunters are after Domino at the same time. They um, uh, there's a train passing by while Ed is chasing the bounty hunter, and all the or while Ed is chasing Domino and all the other bounty hunters come up to them while they're while they're uh while he hops on the train they then follow ed all the or follow domino all the way to to where the train ends right what's what was the lady's name i don't did, did we did we find out their names not the, guy the not the guy with the casket i don't think that was funny too. <laughs> the other bounty hunters, though, I'm not sure what their names are. Jamal. For um, some reason, I want to call her Diana. <laughs> I'm about to see. I want to call her Diana. I'm about to see if I can find out. Because so, oh, fun fact: this episode came out February 19, 1999. <laughs> but that's um, crazy. Well, I thought you were about to say February. Before we. No. Before we recorded it, <laughs> exactly, a couple of days. No, we can we, we can pretend it. like we were recording this on the nineteenth. <laughs> it's the thirteen so, year anniversary of that episode. She just called. She went by the Huntress or Huntress. Okay, and the guy. Um, let me I'm see. assuming they didn't know each other, right? No. Coffee. They didn't work together, but I think they know each other. Right. I'm assuming if they live on that planet. At least Cowboy Bebop Wiki names are coffee. Coffee. Coffee? Okay, yes. I'll take that. What? By the way, this episode is called Mushroom Samba. <laughs> Mushroom Samba. Speaking of Samba, the song that was playing when they're chasing the train, I think might be one of my favorite yeah, songs. Yeah, no, that was a great series. song to play during the chase scene. Yeah, that, that's the type of song that will bump up the score a little bit. The music um, on this episode was fantastic, period. Yeah. They had that hip-hop one in the beginning, then they had the jazz one after that, and then they had the train one. That oh, yeah. man, The chase one was fantastic. So the girl's, enjoyed it. girl's name, yes, yeah, is, is Coffee, um, and the other guy's name is Shaft. Shaft. Oh, you're right. He had a brother, the Shaft brothers. Now, that is a trope. <laughs> Damn <laughs> right. Damn. <laughs> Well, I and and, and I, I love the uh, like the aesthetic of the of the bounty hunters on that planet. Like they were dressed as like uh, like seventies. Yeah, they look very seventies uh, um, Soul Train lines. Soul Train type of guys. <laughs> oh, and, and there's like, literally a train. So yeah, cool. I was like, this is a this is a nice change of pace. This is so, a very random episode, but like so, it's what it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. The the. Train crashes, 
the car tr- the the car with the other two bounty hunters crashes um then, oh no no the train just stopped because there was a cow on the oh uh, yeah that's that's what it was and then i there thanked, we go. and then i thanked the cow <laughs> right and the cow said oh yeah no of course gotcha bro yeah, no problem, i was like what well because ed landed on top of domino and was like gotcha and then domino's like just take the mushrooms and let me go they're worth like a hundred thousand wulongs each and she's like uh but i don't know like I don't know what I'm doing right now, basically. Right. His his bounty, I think they said uh, it was a modest 1.2 million, something mm-hmm. like that. So, of course, mathematically speaking, if these are all 100,000 each, yeah, I'm taking these freaking mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he was picking them off the wall of this crash ship, like or of a crash ship. Like, he was just picking them off the wall. Um, That's yeah. disgusting. Well, he's a sleazy bastard because he, he was trying to, as we found out later on, because the cops came and were like, oh, yeah, do you know anything? Or when Ayn I, I and Ed get back to, to the Bebop, uh, do you know anything about these mushrooms, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, then, and then Spike's high ass comes out with the mushrooms. The whole snow. <laughs> the whole bag, dog. The cop tests the mushrooms. And he's like, oh, you guys must really like sh- shiitake mushrooms. So Domino's sleazy ass was about to sell them as the, the psychedelic mushrooms, but they were really uh, just uh, shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it really makes me wonder, though, like, were they all shiitakes? Because, like, how would them how would they have gotten high if they weren't? Like, I think the I think that the two because he had two bags, I think the one bag really did have the 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 psychedelic mushrooms and the other bag was gonna be like oh yeah i'm about to about to two bags oh yeah yeah i'm about to put like one psychedelic mushroom in three fucking uh three shiitakes Uh, that'll be your bag of mushrooms right like like a real drug dealer right (laughs) and then now the crew eats a whole bunch of mushrooms for however yeah, for like long. A, yeah, like a, like a, it, it seemed like a week or something. They had like uh, shiitake stew, shiitake uh, stir fry, and then they had shiitake on ice. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> shiitake on ice. Oh my God. So very, very funny episode. I'd say we, we see this trend a lot of like a funny episode breaking up the tension of like two like you know heavier episodes or like a, a couple or like a heavy episode and one that's like kind of more story driven right. or something that has like lasting consequences yeah yes yes i'd probably give this one um an eight uh i really did like it um but it was just kind of like out of nowhere um the pacing was very frantic even though like it it kind of had to be based on the the story but uh just an overall enjoyable episode um not my favorite though I'll give it another 8.5. Uh, it, it was random in a good way, but I do prefer the more uh, consequential episodes. And like I said, if you're not, if they're not getting a bounty, it like that's another L. So that's two L's in a row because they didn't get a bounty the last time, did they? No. Because pretty much everyone involved died. Mm-hmm. Much. So. Yeah. Yeah, two L's in a row. You're right. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5 as well uh gotta give a shout out to the the ein ed episodes anytime that ed or ein have 
an episode or have a big part in the episodes. I, I love it. So um, that that's definitely a plus. And then the the music's great in this episode that we touched on. Um, and I, I like the chase scene. It was a really good uh, little, little chase scene at the end. That's, I need to funny. find that song that was playing during that chase scene. That was, I need that in my phone, to be honest. <laughs> Jamal? I'm getting 8.5. Definitely enjoyable. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just 8.5. Nothing like super extravagant, but it's a very solid episode. It's a very good episode. But nothing Fun. that was very, like, over top, like, exceptional happened other than the music. Music was good, but that just perfectly, that was also just perfectly timed well for certain scenes but yeah everything was just solid so yeah i also i also like how after um after seeing black villains we saw some black good guys Mm. it's it's a nice balance just uh, just to keep it fresh oh yeah oh yeah um like an 8.5 from the otaku crew oh yeah i like that it was a good episode what was the name of that one called it mushroom samba yeah mushroom samba all right. Do we want to hurry up and run through this last one? Jamal, you're on the clock. Sure, let's do it. Three, two, one, 30 seconds. So the group ends up on a planet. Faye is trying to make a gamble against some horse races, but she fails as Faye typically does. A package comes in where Faye thinks that people are after some money, so she dips out. It turns out it was a tape that Jet and Spike go and investigate because there's not so tech savvy. It was a VHS tape. Until later, so they go digging around Earth to see what they can find, but later on they see that it's a videotape of Faye's backstory. When she speaks like a child, Faye gets moved in. So we learn more about her backstory. Oh, so close. Very close. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. Quick, quick correction. It wasn't a VHS. It was a beta oh, yeah, tape. A beta it was a beta tape. tape. Right. I didn't even hear of such a thing. That's a, I, never knew, there was such, I never knew there was such a thing as a beta tape. They I've like definitely never seen that either. That. That Betamax, Jamal. Betamax. Oh, wow. Oh. Betamax. I don't think I've ever, or maybe I have seen one and just thought it was a smaller VHS, but I've never, like, huh. Uh, Did you guys catch when the guy said that um, all, like, all information on Earth was wiped out before 20, or after 2022? Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. That was was fantastic. (laughs) That's a nice little yeah. funny thing to yeah. Find when, out I, when, about. I, when I caught that, I was like, "Oh shit, that's now <laughs> the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. Like, just think about it. like they like during whatever I forgot what year they're in, but they're treating like this time like it's primitive technology. Like that's crazy, yeah. dog. Like well, Jet Jet called it antiques. Yeah, like the shit that we're well, which is funny because like, in nineteen ninety nine that was definitely you know, actual usable technology. I don't know when DVD started getting like hot, but 99, I would assume. Early 2000s. Yeah, definitely early 2000s, but when did the PlayStation? CDs, the PlayStation PlayStation 2? It was PlayStation 2002. No, 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 but PlayStation didn't play DVDs, right? I know the PlayStation 2 did. But they played, uh, you know, like the games were on discs, right? But, and they played audio CDs, but. Yeah, so. When this anime came out, like CDs and, D- and and not necessarily DVDs as much, but CDs were like the big thing. They everyone could could see DVDs coming. Yeah, um, it's like cassettes were starting to phase out, and yeah, like you could still yeah. buy both. 
you can you can kind of you can kind of tell where this anime is aged in that regard because I think they had like a lot of faith in in discs going forward where they thought that like disc would probably go even to the point where like Jet and and Spike and Faye are all at right now like twenty seventy one or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but, but we're about to be, we're about to hit digital though. So like they 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 were on to something, but we're we're gonna hit digital in like the the next like 10 years where everything is ubiquitous digital yeah but but right now though you can still kind of i mean you know people i don't want to say it's just for collection purposes but people are buying physical uh like blu-rays for like the steel books and things like that like and i think it's just because everyone everyone at this point has a device that can play some sort of dvd blu-ray even if it's just your your game console your mm-hmm. laptop whatever um, so it's not super far fetched, but it's just so funny because right now VHS is like right. we don't like nobody touches that. And I don't know where I could find a VCR right now outside of a pawn shop. And why would they even have that? How much is that worth? Right. Mm-hmm. But, even so, then, but even then, like I mean, you can see in the consoles how it's gonna right now. They're trying to see if they can transfer over to all digital. I mean, what PS fives? There's a digital and a physical version. Right. So just, oh, that reminds me. Which ones do you guys have? Do you have the physical? I got physical. I wanted digital, but I but by the time I a PS Five was like available, an option for me to get. Like actually, either I do it or I don't. They only have physical, mm-hmm. so I just went with the physical. Oh, okay. And I Chris? have physical as well. Right, just in case. Because I mean, I, I feel like you guys still like the idea of having physical games. Yes. Yes. Not I mean, so, I do. Jamal, Jamal, Jamal hates it. No, I, but see, here's the thing. I like the art, but I don't want a whole physical, but see, they are doing NFTs. So I wonder like if they do digital, are they going to do like sell like some NFTs when they sell like a digital type thing for people to like have a collection of? Of what though? Like what of, do you mean? Of anything. Like of games? Of games. It could be like this an NFT of like of a cover art or something. It can honestly be anything. Uh, gaming NFTs. I feel like that's still a little bit. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying they have it now, but like a possible option. We we technically own our digital uh, our digital libraries. Why couldn't I say, uh, "Hey, I want sixty five dollars for my copy of Digital Fucking Horizon Zero Dawn"? Or I see. That's the thing. I don't like, and because things are still so easily pirated, I don't like how we can't sell our digital copies of games. Like, yeah. I have so many games on my Xbox that aren't, like, Game Pass games, but, like, it's not like if I were to take my Xbox to a pawn shop, they would give me money, added money for however many games are on that. They want the physical console, and that's it. They're going to wipe it anyway. Right. Because all that stuff is still on my account, and I can download on whatever uh, console I get it. So... They would have to find a way to give me some sort of worth for the physical copies, or sorry, for the digital copies of games that I already own before they can do NFT stuff. Like I don't want to have to get a new thing. Why why would you why would you have to get a new thing? Why wouldn't they just give you uh like like store credit, like Xbox store credit or something like that? No, that's what I'm saying. I would like for them to figure something like that out. Um, we need to take a quick break. I would like to get back to this before we finish. All, up these, the all these questions and more might be answered on the next episode of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> uh, and break.
right. So with all that good nonsense talked about already, what is, uh, what's everyone's grade on episode 18? Did we finish the synopsis? Did we, did Jamal, are, are you done with your, your, I did. Um, but before we give a grade, so cause we didn't really talk about this ending and the ending yeah, was like the most important part of yeah, this episode. True. Yeah. We didn't talk about the middle either. I yeah, mean, we didn't. Or the beginning. I mean, uh, we talked about how they had to, their views on technology, which I feel like was more important than like, what, they go hunting for a beta tape. There's not really much yeah, the, else that you need to really talk about. The only thing that we didn't talk about was the the vintage, uh, the vintage shop dude. He was yeah, interesting. That was, really, that was really good to see, like the fact that, again, they're building this entire universe and there are people like antique collectors like there are now, but like in that time where they're collecting stuff that has been around since, you know, we've been alive, like VHS tapes, Betamax tapes. I'm sure there's like a DVD player or something like that in there. They just, at that point, they didn't really know what that was like, so they didn't include it. But using our imagination, we can kind of, there's probably an Xbox Series X in there too or something like that. You know? Right. Um, it was just really, really neat to see that uh, he's upset. The guy was obsessed with, you know, the cassettes and stuff like that. Yo, his face after Spike broke the shit and then he wanted to pay back. <laughs> that was funny as so shit. Sick. He was so Honestly, dude, that was one part of the episode that I was like, I don't really like how, how Spike is acting right now. Like, there's a side of him that's kind of like goofy and will like, you know, is kind of carefree, but we haven't really seen the side of him where he's just like, hey, I it, whenever I kicks, whenever I kick my ship, it starts working. Like, are you that you're? Is he that much of an airhead, or is it just because? Yeah, he was being a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, like you're just kicking shit, like, bro. Like you see, you're breaking it. Like you're just gonna keep going on without it. And then like he's not even like right. mad. He's like, oh, like shut up. Like I, it, like him and Jet. Like after they broke it, like all right, you're a nut job. Like let's yeah. be. <laughs> Because the guy called Jet when they were back on the ship, and he's like, "You owe me a new uh, uh tape deck." And then Jet's like, "Well, you owe me a new, uh, you owe me a new tape or something like that." And then he's just like, "No, I don't. You broke my shit." He's like, <laughs> "Actually, oh. right." I hate how the first thing that uh, that Spike tried to do when he saw the cassette was like rip out the. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you yeah, call it. Yeah, I'm like, bro. Like, like it face. immediately made me mad because, like, I've had like. My, like some of my favorite movies have their what is that called the film yeah, yeah the yeah. film yeah just like ripped out like i had a um, i had like an orange copy of rugrats and Rugrats. you remember the orange the orange cassette tapes like uh, and it uh, man it triggered me and i used to hate seeing like cassette tapes with the uh with the um i, I guess it's not film in a cassette tape right whatever uh, the ribbony part yeah yeah but yeah it's just like tape yeah Bro, you see this is this is how we show our age i don't even know what that's called like but yeah i don't know it just made me mad because it's like it's almost impossible to fix right i, I thought like once you rip this the stuff out like you can't put it back yeah i it's mean really, unless, really hard. unless you like go to like a uh, an expert on it and apparently right, and they can like reset it. Apparently Edward is because uh that guy and Edward <laughs> she is. Yeah, right. And she was able to like, you know, kind of put it all together for them. Granted, when she was putting together the TV, the old uh fucking box TV that they that they got, um 
and the uh, Betamax player, it was basically just doing what we could do, putting the cords in the back of the TV. But to them, that's just like so, uh, so such old technology that it's like foreign to them. Yeah, like something so simple is so complicated because they have no idea. Like that thing doesn't even exist in their time. Right. Actually, have to plug in the wires. <laughs> that antiquated ass shit. Right. Um, other other than and Spike just being a, a dumb asshole uh, this episode, like I really I really enjoyed it. Like obviously, we're gonna say you know the best part. Uh, what what we want about the best part, which is the end, but the entirety of the episode it was just really neat to see like technology that we can recognize like that's literally real instead mm. of you know the space portals and all that shit um but yeah i like the little uh, the montage of them like searching for the uh the betamax player just for it to not work and <laughs> then for them to get the vh or sorry for them searching for the VHS no, for it to not work just to get a Betamax or whatever no, it is. They're searching for the Betamax, but then they got a VHS. But then the Betamax player actually came in the mail. Yeah, someone sent them a Betamax player. Oh, I thought they had the VHS. I thought the, the home movie was a VHS. No, no it's wasn't. a Betamax. Nah, player. A beta. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I had it backwards. Yeah. Then we finally get to see what's on it. And... Yo, that was, that was a, like, I felt emotional, like, seeing that. I'm like, damn, dude. Faye finally gets to see, like. Herself. Yeah, like, not necessarily who she is, but, like, kind of, like, just get a part, like, reclaim a part of herself. Right. It It's it's so crazy, like, looking, looking back. At, it's like looking back at yourself in, like, old videos or pictures and shit, and you're like, oh, my God, like. That was me. I, I was such a naive kid. Right. And then <laughs> it reminded me like seeing that picture of you two at Chris's house. Which one? Um you guys know what picture I'm talking about. I think it was Is his it... birthday or something. No. That, that was oh, when no, that was... Him were at Adam's house doing a science project. Oh yeah, the science. Oh, you're at Adam's house with, uh, with soda cans. And it's from like 2006, right? Yeah. Like wow. Like, like you guys are completely different people than you were at that time. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's that's amazing. a crazy picture to go back and look at. Um, yeah, the one thing I want to point out, like, obviously, it was very sentimental. Like, it was like, oh wow, like this is actually like it's both sad, but then also like, and we're actually gonna get some clarity on who Faye is and stuff. It turned into a Faye episode at literally the last second. Yeah, and she <laughs> and almost, said, the whole she time. almost her, said her full name. I was like, oh, shit, she's not just Faye Valentine. Like, what's her name? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, right, because that's not her name. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> Faye's her name, but Valentine's not her last name, though. It's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, because remember, the doctor gave her Valentine as a last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so we still don't know her last name, and maybe I'm sure we will by the end. But the animation on, like, front on those tapes like how it, it literally showed her kind of reaching over for like to turn the camera off and um like they captured just like what a fucking dumb little kid would do uh obviously with the dialogue but like the movements and stuff like that the animation and that sequence was really really well done i feel like you're actually watching a vhs tape and like a little how low kid would be like when you're watching a whole vhs tape so it made more real yeah it made definitely more realistic and definitely added on to the emotion of the whole experience 
sure. Yeah. And seeing Faye like tear up a little bit, like, wow, this is this is some serious shit. And uh, it was a nice episode to leave off on. Like, it, it's definitely one of those episodes that maybe want to get into the next one because I feel like you can't just you can't just leave off on that. Like, you have to advance that part of the story somehow. For so sure. I'm excited for episode 19. It is. Yep. I feel like at least when it came to episode 18, episode 16, I guess like the impact, I guess, throughout the whole episodes were kind of reversed while in episode 16, we had like a good beginning and middle point, but then like a weak ending. And yeah. while in episode 18, I wouldn't say it was weak because it just definitely like took a very different turn by the end of it, though. So like it had a very strong ending. What? And then if you want to compare it to very strong ending, but then kind of like a weak, even though it wasn't really that weak. It's because Not weak, but weaker. Yeah, like it wasn't, weaker. it wasn't like super enthralling throughout. But once we got to the end, it was like, oh shit, like yeah. look where we are now. Mm-hmm. Episode and 16 had the meat, but not the potatoes. 18 yes. had the potatoes and not the meat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that so was an interesting turn. Yeah, hopefully we get some some meat and potato episodes coming up pretty soon. I mean, we have to. I mean, we're coming up on the last six episodes of this of this series. Jeez. How many is it again total? Is it twenty five? I think it's twenty six. I think. So the last. Or is seven. it twenty five in a movie? There is a movie. Yes, but, but I think it on. is twenty six. Okay. Let's me open Netflix. We have technology, bro. In nineteen ninety nine, they couldn't even dream of Netflix. <laughs> no nah, dog which is oh, yeah. blockbuster was still that shit mm-hmm. um yeah uh 25 and 26 are a two-part episode so okay so 26 um, episodes in a movie yeah so we have seven more after this so we're going to be doing 19 20 21 and then 22 23 24 and then we can do 25 and 26 together with the movie um Here's the thing. Or movie separate. Movie has to be separate. And I think it, has to be, it also has to be before we finish. Because at least when I was remember watching or like looking into, it, I think the movie takes some place before the show ends. Okay. Um, it's eight episodes. See, like I'm, I'm scared to like look up where it would be because I don't want to accidentally catch a spoiler. So uh, I don't think you will. But I want to, Chris. Say- since you've already actually seen it, would you mind looking up chronologically where the movie takes place in the series? Gotcha. While he's doing that, uh, what are our grades for episode 18? Speak like I'm going to give it a nine because of where we ended. Uh, the beginning part was whatever. Um, the collector guy was funny. Mm. Um I was just, I'm just happy about where all of it ended up. Like we got a great ending and I'm, I'm as far as like episodes about the individual characters, the Ed ones are at the bottom of my list so far because nothing has been serious. Um, But Spike, Jet and Faye all kind of equally have super interesting stories and they're all so different. Um, so I'm just really happy to get like uh, more more of Faye. Like my opinion of her has changed so much from the first two episodes where I really didn't care for her at all. Yeah. So yeah, 
and anything with like more emotional gravity is cool and her story is cool cryogenic sleep like everything is so like different yeah so, I'd, I'd say i definitely agree i think she has the best backstory at this point um i do like jets as well like his we've we've seen his from all over like different parts of his life life right um, like cop turned cowboy yeah and then his love life and and stuff like that but then Faye's kind of just been like pretty streamlined mm-hmm. um where it doesn't jump all over the place it's just like we need to know we're not we're kind of going backwards with Faye. like we yeah because we're learning as she's learning to be honest exactly whereas you know jet it was it's kind of just like all over the place in the past and then spike we don't really know that much every once in a while we'll get some but um yeah, I do like I do like the backstory episodes a lot, especially this one. The ending was just really, really sentimental. So I'm gonna go with a nine as well. That's the first nine of this trio from me. I'm definitely going with a nine also. Before the ending, I probably would have said an eight, but the way that ending came off and it came, like you you we wanted to know what was on this tape. And I did not expect it to be Faye's life before like this whole thing happened. I don't know what I was expecting, but seeing like Faye as a child was the last thing that I would have even expected. And, and it came Super off so and it came off so strong. And like Will Pay said, like we're learning as she's learning. So the fact that this came on about us, I just I really loved it. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm giving it a nine. So uh, I'm going to also go ahead and give it a nine. First of all, they mentioned the the year of our Lord, 2022. So we got to give it a shout out. Then on top of that, uh, you know, we get all the technology. We get all, all the stuff that we grew up with being 90s kids. Not a booger. <laughs> yep. That's a booger on you. <laughs> it was a burger. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine. And uh Sorry. yeah. Great, great episode. Great episode. We'll, we'll give it the, the Otaku stamp of approval with the with the nine overall. And uh just so you fellas know, uh, I did look up when we should have watched the movie. I have not seen the movie, uh, so I'll I'll be watching it for the first time with you guys. But oh, good. it uh, it is anytime after the whole the whole cruise assembled. It says that's what that's what the internet has said. Oh, oh okay. Kai looked also, and I saw that it takes place between episodes twenty two and twenty three. Mm. Okay, well, that, that's a safe spot then. So I mean, I feel almost, like anything anything so before after, the end of the the end of the series should be safe. After we watch our next three episodes, we should we should uh, watch the movie then. All right then, sounds good. Sounds good. Nineteen twenty and twenty one, and then we'll watch the movie, and then uh, yeah. So, question plans for this Sunday, Chris? Do you think you'll be healthy enough to host, or should we go to Jamal's house? I'll be healthy enough to host. You guys will come through. All right, cool. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, any final thoughts? Will the Cowboy Bebop crew continue eating mushrooms? Will Faye ever give us her last name? Will Jet be done being an airhead bastard after this episode? Why do I keep confusing them? 
Bro, same. It's weird because Jet sounds like a main character name. God damn it. Fuck. And I mean, he is the main character, but like, so is Spike. Spike. Yeah, Spike's the main character, but like, I feel like the story has been so split up that I don't, I never feel like, oh, it's just Spike. Spike, when Spike is not the Spike is asleep. Spike is the protagonist. Spike is the protagonist. Jet is a main character, but Spike is the protagonist. Yeah. Will Jet fix that? Well, I mean, they're all on a team. So. And it's not like Vicious is in every episode. So Will Ein get a backstory episode? <laughs> he did. He's a robot or something. Will Ed keep up the shenanigans? Are we going to get any serious episodes with Ed? That's what I I, I, I I doubt it. At this point, I doubt it. We, it could be. There's still some time. I feel like Watch before. Watch be all about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Will, will Vicious avenge his uh, assistant's death? Oh, who, he didn't care about him at who's all. Who's this girl that Spike's in love with? Oh, the Julia thing. Will yeah. Julia not be real? Who knows? All these questions and more coming. All the answers to the questions coming <laughs> soon later in Cowboy Bebop. Or maybe just more questions. Or maybe just more questions. Oh, man. I'm going to feel sad when this series is over. Like, we've really stretched it out because we could have all binged this in three days. <laughs> but we've really stretched this show out. And I've, I've been enjoying watching it with you guys and talking about it. Yeah, it's been great. It's been Chris, when are you going to freaking catch up and watch Demon Slayer? Please, bro. I'm so ready. Me and Jamal, so we're, just, about it. Me and Jamal we're just talking about let us finish this. We're almost. The, we're at the finish us. line. Everyone, he's, talk, he's talking about Cowboy Bebop. That's what we mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we no, finish Cowboy Bebop, and then I'm gonna binge it, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a two part series of the this season. It'll be just. Um, it'll I hope be, Lex is watching it too. It she is. Okay. It'll be it'll be our capper for season three. It'll be. Uh, uh, two episodes of us talking about um, just Demon Slayer. Alright, cool. By this Sunday, I'm, I'm going to start bringing up uh, the next show ideas. So uh, stay tuned for Shield all Heroes that. Shield Heroes coming back. Adam, you gotta watch Rising of the Shield Hero. Otaku Street is coming at you hard to finish out Season 3. So make sure you have that radio dial tuned. And that Betamax plugged into your giant fucking TV. With the fat back. <laughs> your your AV cables. That took five your... people to get into your basement. <laughs> that 360p high definition. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Otaku Street. You can follow us on Twitter at Otaku Street Pod. Make sure you guys send us any emails or uh any input on the show that you guys might have to uh, theotakustreet at gmail.com. Um, you can follow me at AQ Digital on TikTok and uh, go ahead and look at them, them time lapses. I'm going to do a Cowboy Bebop one soon, like uh, a real dedicated one. So make sure you guys tune in for that. And right. the Taku Street out. Oh, okay.